You're listening to Voices of the Street, a podcast series brought to you by Megaphone Magazine, featuring original writing from the 2021 Voices of the Street Literary Anthology. This podcast is recorded on the traditional territories of the Coast Salish, Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. Megaphone is changing the story on poverty by promoting social equity, amplifying marginalized voices, and creating meaningful work. You can purchase a copy of the anthology from your local Megaphone vendor. And for more information, visit megaphonemagazine.com. These stories may deal with difficult topics. Please see the show notes for more information about the topics in this podcast. There are places to reach out for support. For this episode of the Voices of the Street podcast, host Angel Gates speaks to Megaphone author Peter Thompson about his piece, Empty Inside. Published in the 2021 Voices of the Street anthology and inspired by feelings of isolation during lockdown. All right. My name is Angel Gates. I am doing a podcast for Voices of the Street for 2021. This is a Megaphone magazine book of stories by people from the street. Today I'm talking with Peter Thompson. He wrote a poem uh, that you can find inside the magazine Voices of the Street called Empty Inside. How are you doing, Peter? Good, good. Thanks. Nice to have you. Yeah, thank you. So I wanted to talk to you about your poem because uh, it resonated with me so much. Because during lockdown, I was pretty lonely. So um, I thought maybe you could read your poem and we could talk about it when you're done reading. Okay, sure. Okay, my poem is Empty Inside. Locked inside, nowhere to go, nowhere to hide. My soul is wondering what to do. No place to go, just the walls that enclose me. I wish for freedom I once had, the fresh air, the surroundings, the laughter, the chatter of people. My interaction with people is lost and my brain goes numb. Some say it's only a matter of time. A matter of time for what? For me to lose my mind completely or the release of my time spent in lockdown. I have many different feelings about this, which can be categorized as hurt, pain, and sadness. And this doesn't go away because my worries start, how is my family doing? Are they okay? My grays start to grow and that empty feeling won't go away. I watch the news and hope and praying for this to end but it's still a long way off, my friend. Instead of news, I turn to movies, DVDs, very good old rock and roll music, also short walks to fight the loneliness inside. Cooking is another pastime of mine. Bannock burgers, stews and soups are my specialties this time of year. The days are shorter, but the inside is longer. Inside is like the deafening silence of a soundproof room where you hear no sounds of cars, 
sirens or horns honking. I'm glad about that, but when you have been inside too long, you yearn for the outside. Sounds, echoes of laughter, the horns, the sirens like the great escape. Thank you, Peter. So you wrote this during lockdown. How are you feeling when you wrote this? Uh, well, when I wrote that, it was just like a mixture of feelings of people that that you miss and the people that you interact with every day. And it's something that keeps in your mind, you know, like when you want to see them or you want to hear their voice. And it's just that empty feeling that you have. Yeah, I was thinking when I read what you wrote that um, so many people were feeling lonely and lost during that time. Have you seen anything like change in the last, since we became unlocked? Well, there's there's been not much of a change because the masks are still, you still have to wear the mask. There's no physical contact, but you could still get out and interact, talk with people. That was that was more of a relief because then you you could get out and you could enjoy that conversation with somebody else and talk with them and really get to lose that feeling of that loneliness that that you had inside you is interacting with people yeah I find um now that we're back it's like like you said that being having a relief just be able to talk to people again I feel that myself for myself I find so much has changed now that it's over like from even my my own self from being in lockdown I'm just gonna I'm just wondering like do you find that like anything that's changed during lockdown for you has stayed in lockdown for you sort of like parts that you just haven't come back yeah, yeah, that's that's true in a way, like in a sense where where you have that feeling of uh, you don't know what's really happening with this new phase that they're going through. Because now again, they say there can be a, a number four, what you call? Fourth wave. Yeah, so it's it's kind of scary when the numbers start going up again. Then you got to think about that. You have to go right back to square one if nothing happens, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's been scary for everybody. I think like with the new variants and all that, it reminded me just like I worry about people that are still feeling like they're incapable of communication now. Like they just got so trapped in their own, like they become so reclusive they can't seem to manage to break that anymore. Like... I worry about people like that. That's why your story resonated with me so much was because I know for myself, communicating is one thing, but leaving my house now seems to be a big issue for me. Like, you know, and I really hate the masks, but I mean, I understand the need for them. So um, have you gotten your shot? I got, yeah, I got both of them. Me too. Yeah. So it's, it's more of a relief because you know that, that you're not only protecting yourself, but you're protecting others too. So it uh, works like uh, as you're out there being in contact with people and stuff, you have that 
that sense where where you know you won't be like infecting others and more or less but I still like wearing a mask because you don't know who who hasn't had their shots yet yeah yeah and so it's sort of tricky because now you see the numbers going up again and yeah we just want to keep each other safe yeah I think yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I'm so grateful that I got to talk to you and everything worked out today. Yeah, so thank you for coming and doing this interview with me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I really enjoyed your poem. I hope I get to read more of your stuff as time goes on. Well, I I got another one in this new megaphone that came out too. Is that the megaphone magazine? Yeah, yeah. This one is of the... Lytton, because Lytton is my hometown, so so I wrote about that one too. And would you like to tell me a little bit about Lytton? Lytton, Lytton is uh, was a pretty pretty vibrant place where people people reached out for other people and everything. But the sad part of it was that Lytton burned down through that fire that they had. So, but then you know it happened in the daytime. If it happened at night, we would have had more casualties. and That was a blessing. But uh, our people are strong and they're all planning to rebuild. But Yeah, I heard about that. I completely forgot that it was Lytton. Yeah. Because we had the similar thing with Fort McMurray. Oh, yeah. Right? Similar, but Lytton got it really bad. So, yeah, I'm really sorry to hear about that. But you're right. Our people are resilient and strong. Yeah. And uh, they will rebuild, I'm sure. That's just, I'm so glad that there wasn't more casualties. It's Yeah. But I feel I feel for the elders up there, too, because they lost their homes. And it, it was everything that they had. Now they're put out in different places where they're not used to. Like, they're used to their own daily routine and cooking and everything. And now they get what you call to go out to restaurants and stuff, but they get tired of the restaurant food. They like their own their yeah. own cooking and stuff, but they can't do it now. Yeah, it would be really hard on the elders and the really little kids. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're displaced, right? They don't have a home to go back to. You obviously then have family that have been affected. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is there any news on any of that, like, like our government doing anything other than daily daily money in hotels at the moment? Well, uh, I don't know what their what their plan is, but but they gotta start with planning for rebuilding and doing the cleanup and sewer system, the water system, and everything. And to make it a fireproof buildings because it gets... It's, We're going to be looking at this for the foreseeable future every summer. Oh, yeah. Like every every summer, it's going to get hotter and hotter and there's going to be more fires every year. It's pretty scary times we're living in. Yeah. I'm going to um, send my prayers out to you and your family and everybody in Lytton too, that Thank things you. will get better for them. Scary times we're living in with climate change and and uh, all this, and 
you know, who knows what's going to happen next uh, summer. <laughs> We've still got the rest of the summer to go, so. Yeah, and it's supposed to get hot again. Yeah, yeah, crazy heat waves. I've never seen anything like this in my life. I know, especially when it started in June. June, like June's usually like a month where where we have lots of rain and stuff. But now it just, just all of a sudden just got super hot. And, and Lytton was like hot for three days before the fire started. Like it broke like every record. Wow. And then all of a sudden it just like that fire started. Yeah, that's so sad. I remember being a kid and um, people didn't like to stay in Vancouver because in the summer it just rained so much. You know, like we're living in a rainforest, really, really, it should be raining a lot. You know, the fact that we get hardly any rain now, is it, it is pretty significant. It's really scary, you know. Just like the peony, you know, when it, the peony starts, that's when it starts raining. Yeah, when you want to go on the rides. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Only yeah. last year it didn't rain in August because the peony was closed, so it didn't rain. Of course not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm glad. Um, glad to see things are opening up again. Anyway, too, and I'm I'm really um, gonna be praying for you and your your family and Lytton, and um, I hope that you feel better and you get out there and get lots of hugs and you know. Yeah. yeah. I hope we can all just get yeah. back to normal. Yeah, and, uh, gotta get them now before the fourth wave comes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And let's pray that you know enough of us get our shots that the fourth wave doesn't come. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we have to do. Like everybody. Everybody should get it. I think so, too. Yeah. Even though I was afraid to get it, to be honest with you. But I thought, uh, I weighed out the pros and cons, and I thought one way gets things back to normal-ish, and the other way gets people to stay where they are. And yeah, yeah I thought, forget it, I'll just get it. <laughs> so I got my but shot. it's better to have it because this virus is alive. Yeah. And it's out there. It's listening and watching and waiting. Yeah. Waiting for the strike. That's right, and is we have to respect it just the same way as we respect everything else. That yeah, yeah, because it's uh, nature's way, right? Like, you got to respect nature, and it'll respect you too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, again, so thank you for coming again. It's been a pleasure talking thank to you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm glad you came. Yeah, all my relations. All my relations. So um, everybody, look out for uh, Megaphone Magazine. And more of Peter Thompson's work. Again, this is for Megavone Voices of the Street. My name is Angel Gates or Gutsk Ajad from the Haida Nation. I also wanted to mention if there's anybody out there struggling with their loneliness and feeling completely isolated still and you feel like you are at a breaking point or just lonely and sad still, please remember to reach out that you're not alone and there will be a number left at the end of my podcast for you to call. Okay, so don't stay in crisis. You're not alone. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for coming. All my relations. Like Angel said, help is available. You can head to the show notes for links to different mental health support services, or call 1-833-456-4566 to access a crisis line available anywhere in Canada. This has been part five of the Voices of the Street podcast series with your host, Angel Gates and Peter Thompson. Tune in next Tuesday for the final installment of the series.
This series was produced with support from the City of Vancouver, BC Arts Council, SFU's Community Engagement Initiative, and SFU's Van City Office of Community Engagement. This podcast was developed through a mentorship program led by Helena Krobath. Special thanks to the storytellers and the voices of the street writers, the supporting mentors, and the audio production team. Please see the show notes for more information about the topics in this podcast. There are places to reach out for support. Our theme song was created by John Brennan, with extra music and sound effects by John Brennan and Helena Krobath. Sound engineering, editing, mixing, and mastering by Paige Smith, Virella Pinios, and Kathy Feng. On behalf of the participants of the Megaphone Podcasting Pilot Project, I would like to give thanks to our Executive Director, Julia Aoki, both the Board of Directors and all the hardworking vendors out there keeping our organization alive. Thank you. Thank you.